this is where I die podcast, a weekly Dungeons and Dragons podcast focused on bringing you techniques to improve your game at the table as well as while you're prepping. And with that, I welcome you wholeheartedly to episode one, The Strong Start. The Strong Start is a technique first mentioned in Sly Flourish's ebook, The Return of the Lazy Dungeon Master. I don't know if it was in the previous part of his book as well, The Lazy Dungeon Master, but The Return of the Lazy Dungeon Master is a book that I've read and where I got this technique from, and I'd like to introduce it to you today in the first episode because it's one of the most vital techniques I think I've ever picked up. But let me first tell you what a Strong Start is and where it is useful or to whom it is useful. So I might just flip that around and start with the strong start is essentially useful in every single D&D session you play. It's a technique deployed at the start of each session to kick start it just the right way. Just like when you have an action movie and the first few seconds draw you in, the strong start is designed to draw your players in just the right way and give them an immediate goal and idea of what they want to do. So, with that out of the way, let me give you two starts. One normal start and a strong start. And let's see if you can catch the difference before I'm going to tell you how to make them. You arrive in the town of Valachia, or some other arbitrary fiction town. You look around the city and it's brimming with life. The birds are chippering and everything seems to be just perfect. There's a merchant that's kind of looking maybe a bit suspicious, and the town guard does seem to be a bit tired, but other than that, there's not really a whole lot to go off at first sight in this beautiful town. There's also a tavern that most people stumble out of in a drunken stupor, but other than that, the town seems pretty normal at first glance. During the running of the pigs, a huge diaboss suddenly appears, roaring through the village and shredding local folk with steel-coated tusks. So, now, did you catch the difference between the two descriptions? Besides one being definitely way shorter than the other, the strong start of the task immediately grabbed your attention, if I may assume. It also gives the players an immediate danger, just like, well, a dirty trick in Hollywood, as Sly Flourish said it in his video, is if you're in doubt, have someone walk in with a, gu with a gun, if you don't know how to start your session. Somebody stirring up some kind of war in your player's face. Or in the general vicinity. Most of the time, it's going to catch their attention. But with the demonstration out of the way, I think it is about time to tell you or to go in depth on how to create a strong start. To generate a strong start, you need to write down a single sentence that clarifies how your session will begin. That said, in this case, specificity is better than generality. In case you want to say the Baron talks to the characters about saving his idiot son isn't all that evocative. So instead, go with something like this. During the autumn festival of the running of the pigs, the Baron's foppish messenger Louis Van Doff approaches the characters commanding them to an audience with Baron Windthorn just before being run over by the dire boar Bloodtusk. Okay, maybe that's a bit much, but you get the idea. With this nice quote taken directly from the book, I think we get a pretty good picture. But this idea or this sentence that you come up might not cut it when it comes to a good strong start. 
because we need to refine it with three more steps and take a little bit more time to adjust them. There's three steps or the three components or questions you want to ask are first, what's happening in your strong start? What's the point of your strong start? And where's the action? Let's go a little bit in depth on each of the three points to give you a better idea. Let's give the first point a good run for its money. With the first point being, if I remember correctly, what's happening? So, as Dungeon Masters, we want the players to believe that the world is a living, breathing thing, an organism, and where things happen outside um, the radius of where the players are going to. So, it's really nice to take an event, in case of what's happening, that isn't necessarily connected to the players. For example, you could have the wedding of a baron, the decapitation of a prince or of a local fugitive or even just some natural disaster appearing. Not every session needs to start with an external event of this sort, but an event like this can breathe life and texture into an otherwise mundane world. To give you a few examples of stuff that can be happening, which I obviously did not just pluck from the amazing book that I cannot indirectly promote enough because I've taken so much from it, not only in this episode, but in general, is local townsfolk are celebrating the annual running of the pigs. Everyone is preparing for the annual feeding of the rock. Not Dwayne the Rock, just the rock. The city magistrate has just outlawed alcohol. The king is dead. It's been raining for a solid month and the bad weather has no end in sight. With those few examples out of the way, I think we can slowly move on to the next point on our beautiful list. And that point is, what's the point? So at the start of your game session, you should give the characters a literal kick that sends the characters off to do something. It should give a clear point and purpose to the start of your session. The hook, you throw out the nice bait with a hook that reels your characters into a direction. How they react to it is completely up to them, but characters might find a bloody sigil of an assassin's guild marking the hairy-covered palms of a rare red assassin. They might witness thugs harassing a local apothecary, demanding that she give them all the sulfur she has. Six suits of animated armor could wander into town square, demanding to do battle with a queen long dead. Now that's a banger. And promise that an army of their kind will slaughter every living thing within 100 miles. Damn, the book is savage. If I take examples, if I do say so myself. With the army now well on the way, because nobody thought about dressing up as the queen we come to, where's the action? The third and final point on our list. So do you remember at the start when I mentioned something about movie starts? This is where this comes back and draws a loop. We're going to start as close to the action as possible. No long breathy description, nothing. We get the players as close to the thing that's happening at the moment as possible. A cold start. Imagine the James Bond movies with something exploding, a guy in the, I don't know, a vehicle chase, someone jumping off a helicopter. Something as close to the action as you can possibly get. Why do we want to do that? Because it grabs the player's attention and throws them right into it. And we want the player's attention because otherwise they just probably won't care. I mean, it's always tempting to start a gaming session with setting, location and discussion of large events. All GMs love to paint the big picture, but skipping all that you can get right into the heart of the adventure. So, how do you go about starting close to the action? You start 
With combat, you start with a fight. It draws the players into the meat and just gets them rolling dice right away. I mean, it's I mean, it's com comedical that the best start to a session could literally be roll for initiative. Why? And the best part is, combat comes with a whole host of questions after the combat is done or during combat. Why did Werrets attack us? Who sent those body armors that wanted to fight the dead queen? And that sends the characters chasing off and gets them really nice. I mean, if all of the James Bond movies use, like, an, a combat for start or something similar, it might be good for us. I thought it would be nice for you to see how a start is created live. Like, I did it without preparation, because I just wanted to show you how I would go through the thinking process and create something. So we start with what's happening. Hmm. Let's say our players are on a ship, they're just doing a boat voyage, something that might happen. Or do we want to take something more generic? Let's pick the start in town. Let's make it a bit different. They just arrived in town or they just get out of the tavern and it's a giant fest that is taking place. They did see the preparations yesterday, maybe, but had no idea after sleeping through. And there is a gigantic fest. It's the harvest festival of the three moons. Why? We do not have any idea yet. And what's even better, we can say that during this event, something happens. We can say that a group of cultists run into the place, into the, into the, roll into the city or into the marketplace, foretelling that their god has returned and that they're now here to claim their rightful place and they will kill anyone who stands in their way. Now we're immediately trying to hold the players down or different characters and trying to get immediately aggressive towards everyone in town that they feel is, are a threat. And to top that all off, including we now started with combat and that, what questions does this offer if you think about it in return? What's the point? Like if they hold, if the players are now, now start combat or start going into discussion, we have some action for them to definitely engage with. So that might be good. And in the end, we start of an action or start of the combat because the players are going to be immediately held down by cultists. So how would we describe that in in a strong start in an example? So after you've exited the tavern or so after you've slept you come out of the tavern and you immediately see that the preparations for the fest have started. But you also see a, a huge group of cultists with three of them approaching you immediately trying to grapple and hold you down. What do you do? You see also a whole host of villagers crying. I know the strong start might not be perfect. I'm not a master of the art that I preach. An imperfection is more than okay because we're here to practice and to improve. But with that out of the way and my meagerly attempt at the strong start, I would like to read you a few of the strong starts that the Return of the Lazy Dungeon Master proposes. During the ceremony marking the marriage of the prince to the daughter of an ambitious baron, a wyvern wearing glyphmark color sweeps down from the mountains and attacks the father of the bride. During the running of the pigs, a huge diaboss suddenly appears, roaring through the village and shredding local folk with steel-coated tusks. We had that one at the start, I thought it was nice to include it again at the end. And during a once-in-a-lifetime solar eclipse, just as the moon crossed the sun, dozens of villagers draw blades and begin to attack their unsuspecting neighbors. With that, with those strong stars out of the way, I think we now get a pretty comprehensive picture of what a strong star is. 
get a sentence, get an idea for a start that you want to have happen at the start of your session. Then run it through the filters of what's happening, what's the point and where's the action. After refining it, condense it down to a nice palatable sentence at the start that grabs the player's attention. And after that, watch your players be excited at the table and enjoy a good evening with them. With that, we come to the end of today's episode. I hope you've learned a lot. And if you'd like to submit your own techniques or share thoughts with me or feedback, go to neckrock.com, which is my personal website, and just contact me via the contact form. That's N-E-C-R-O-C.com. The link is also in the description of this podcast. Now, if you like the sound of weekly D&D, techniques being delivered right to your podcast channel then please follow subscribe this podcast wherever you get this podcast on and enjoy yourself